It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. Stair Studio, drinking a little bit of banana-flavored bourbon with me, Bethany Corey. What are you drinking? White wine. White wine. That's a very mommy drink. Good thing we're talking yes. about mommy <laughs> stuff. And Josie Schneider, uh, what, are you, what are you imbibing? Diet Dr. Pepper. Diet Dr. Pepper. You must be eating pizza. That sounds like a pizza beverage. Oh my God, you're a psychic. Yeah, uh, was all, I'm also hungry for pizza now that I've seen you eating pizza. Um, so we're going to hop into uh, some discussion on on mommy firsts. I know Bethany's got uh, a couple of those. You you had your your first mommy kind of getaway since uh, Francis came into your life, and we're going to talk about firsts for holidays. But first, I got an invention that I thought of. I haven't actually built a prototype yet. But wanted to get you guys' thoughts. I think uh, just because my experience, uh, I think Bethany will have some some thoughts on this. Um, so a couple months ago, I, I purchased some LED dog collars for for the pups because sometimes we're out when it's dark or darkish, and and we have off leash time, and it's nice to be able to see where they are, right? And this is this is great technology. I mean, technology that didn't exist a handful of years ago because the the batteries and the LED lights are small enough to to fit on a collar, and so it's great. Except I can only, I can see them, you know, when they're alongside of me or just a little bit in front of me. But if they're like way off in the distance I can't see the collars because they're on the front of the dog and I'm looking at the back of, or trying to look at the back of the dog so I thought I needed some sort of rear end of the dog LED kind of thing okay so here's what I came up with <laughs> um, so it would be kind of a LED basically a funnel that would be inserted into the back end of the dog so they would still be able to to poop but there'd be that glowing oh my lord ring that i'd be able to see as they as they walked along through the uh through the through the hills and dales of uh of our of our off-leash adventure walks um thoughts no <laughs> no I mean, that's a no. hard no. Hard no. Yeah, Tasha had that same opinion. She she thought maybe it could be some sort of tail attachment, which I, I hadn't thought of. That would be a lot easier probably. But I think mine would be kind of artistic. I think it would be, I think it would be a big seller in some communities. I don't think your dogs would like you very much after you made them a glow-in-the-dark butt plug. Well, but, but, see, but see, Josie, it wouldn't be a plug because... There would be, be a, a passage, funnel, a butt there. funnel. 
Yeah, it would be a butt a butt <laughs> funnel. Um, so your your hard no your hard nose on it. You don't want to. I I don't think we will be joining you. you don't on invest? this investment. Yeah. No. Okay. We're gonna um, pass. Well, I suppose we're gonna have this is gonna be we're gonna have, we're gonna have to try this episode for a third time when you uh you decide I should delete that part out. Um, I, anybody wants to invest in in this, uh, let me know. Um, so Bethany, let's get into the topic. Uh, you had a a twenty four hour hiatus from motherhood or so. I did. I took a little a little road trip. And and what was that like? Tell us about it. Um, it was fabulous. <laughs> it was so fabulous. I feel like I should go away for 24 hours every weekend. <laughs> like, I think I'm a better mother when I have 24 hours away. I think Francis loves me more when he doesn't see me for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Brian appreciates me more, but he should. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's, yeah, that should be taken for granted. So uh, you just, you just went off and you, you sat quietly in a hotel room for 24 hours or did you, did you have some fun? Um, I did a little bit of drinking. Hmm. I did a little bit. A little I mean, bit. I can't imagine it was a, doing such a thing, but okay. Yeah. It was a birthday celebration for, for somebody I don't know with a group of people that I didn't know except for the person who brought me. I just crashed a party, basically, with a friend of mine. So you crashed somebody else's birthday party? Yes. Um, did you bring a present? What's, I mean, what, what's no. the etiquette for- I didn't even know it was a birthday party until I got there. So I didn't know why we were going, but I just showed up. I brought my sexy pilgrim dress and opaque black tights. Because it was, was there a reason for that? (laughs) That was for like going out clubbing. Okay. I I don't, I don't, I don't go clubbing. So I didn't know that sexy pilgrim dresses were what the, uh, the young people were wearing to the club nowadays. I think you'll have to send us a picture of your sexy pilgrim dress because I'm having a hard time envisioning this. Yeah, it's all right. Are you, are you, are you thinking that maybe it's not sexy? (laughs) It was so, I mean, hold on. Somebody so else did, talk while I did, Google uh, things. Did Francis miss you at all when you came back? Did he, did he notice you were gone? He did. Cause we FaceTimed, you know, cause I was gone for a whole 24 hours. So we had to FaceTime three times mm-hmm. during that period. Um, and he would always cry when I would hang up from the FaceTime call. Which, How do you know? Because Brian would tell me. You believed him? Well, now that I said that out loud, maybe he was lying to me. Yeah, I mean, isn't there a small chance that that he was fine the whole time and, and Brian was saying that uh, he cried after you hung up just to make you not have mommy guilt for being gone? I had no mommy guilt. Okay, well, good, good. None or, at all. Or, or maybe to try to make you have some mommy guilt for being gone. <laughs> He wishes. <laughs> <laughs> now, has, uh, in the last seven months or so, has, has Brian got a got a got a daddy daddy day out? He had about twenty four hours away. Also, how many FaceTimes were there? Only one. 
And was there, was there any crying after disconnecting? None. Oh, so apparently Francis loves you, loves you uh, much more than. Oh, he loves me way more. Father. Yeah. It's oh, not even. Yeah. It's that's not good. Even a I, I recall that uh, a few, just a, a, a mere few months, short months ago, you were never going to let anybody else hold the child, let alone care for the child while you were away from the child. I know. I feel like many things I said I would never do. I have done. <laughs> um, That's probably probably a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Josie, did you ever get to escape to for of... any mommy time away? Um. Well, Corey came with me, but the first time we left Juliet overnight, she was hmm not quite six wait what it's she was six no she was not quite two months old oh good we go away for our anniversary every year and we decided to do it anyway it was just one night I cried for the first 30 minutes and then it was magical and everyone should get a break from their baby (laughs) Bethany, did you cry for the first 30 minutes? No. Okay, so what we've learned is that Josie loves her child more than you love your child, and your child loves you more than he loves his daddy, because the, the amount of crying that goes on is, yes. is, is how we measure love, right? Yes, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Josie can win this round. <laughs> I mean, I was it was just mom guilt. Yeah. It wasn't because I was like, overcome with sadness this, this is wrenching <laughs> broken heart that you're away no. from your infant <laughs> i just thought maybe i had ruined like our attachment and, and, and she oh oh that so mom guilt did you did you later on feel guilty for not feeling the right amount of mom guilt like oh i'm enjoying myself and i should be miserable because i'm away from my baby was there like that's what is that secondary mom guilt no once i once i was there it was fine but because because i feel some moms have multiple layers of of mom guilt sometimes huh oh no i mean that's that's a thing but it's once i was there and drinking it was it was cool she was fine she was with her grandma. She was safe. Well, that's good. That's good. I think, I think, uh, I think, uh, mom and it's hard, hard work and you should be able to get away from that once in a while, have a break. Um, so let's move into some talk about holidays. Uh, I know Francis has probably experienced a couple minor holidays in his short life. Is he around for St. Patrick's day yet? In March? No, mm. he's even born. No, he was born in April. <laughs> April. So what we got, so he, uh, 4th of July, did he get any fireworks? I don't even know that 4th of July happened in our household. Well, I mean, I it's on I the calendar. Hear, I didn't hear about it. Okay. So, so yeah. We probably, were probably tired then. Yeah, you probably had a, a tiny, tiny little baby there. So, you know, this is his first real holiday season. And mm-hmm. so talk to us. What was Halloween like? He was a cute, fat bumblebee. And he hated every minute of it. Um but it was kind of fabulous for me. <laughs> how long did he, how long was he required to stay in the bumblebee costume? Um, 
Well, he probably had it on like the whole night we were out. We went to a friend's neighborhood to go trick or treating. And um, he was very confused why we're out in the dark because he likes to go to bed when it's dark, like a good baby does. And um, he was just very unimpressed with like going in a stroller around at dark people like talking to him in general, like he was not impressed. It, it sounds like he and I could, uh, could hang because I, I, I feel the, the same things. If somebody was wheeling me around in the dark and I had to talk to strangers, I would be, I would yeah. be kind of, kind of upset too. Uh, did he, did he consume any candy? Did he, I mean, is that a bright spot? He had a little, a little lollipop. Um, and he liked that, but were 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 you in costume or was it was there a family themed costume kind of situation going on well i wore my green poncho so i could and i carried his little uh strawberry candy basket so i was a little strawberry plant strawberry candy basket yeah it's like a that doesn't sound like that well wait that just doesn't sound like a traditional um halloween candy conveyance system it isn't and i don't know where it came from but i feel like maybe one of my nieces had it for a halloween costume okay and so then i inherited it like for the daycare sure and so francis was a bumblebee he wore his one of his cousin's costumes that she wore the year she was two years old for halloween and he was seven ish months he was yeah six months six and a half months um and so I was like, well, I need a costume if we're going trick-or-treating, but I'm sure. way too lazy to buy anything. So I saw the, the strawberry basket and I was just like, oh, Brian was supposed to wear yellow to be the strawberry flower, but he wouldn't do it. Uh, I, it, it sounds like family disharmony. Yeah. I, I would, did you, did you ever do the, or have you done the, uh, the, the whole family costume costume thing, Josie? Um, my husband would rather murder his family <laughs> than get into any Halloween costume, especially one that matched. He sounds like a hell of a guy. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm completely on board with that. Yeah. He, he does not do Halloween. Now, I tend to dress up with Juliet every year, but we've never done matching costumes because no, that's, I take, well, when we went to Disney world, we, for Halloween, we did dress up as the same thing. So, but that doesn't really count. It wasn't really a themed family costume. What were you? Um, Yeah. What do you dress up as uh, Josie? Well, when I went to Disney world, I, we dress up as pop culture characters. Well, I do every year. When we went to Disney World, I was a character from a cartoon called Star versus the Forces of Evil. And so was Juliet. And we matched and we were so cute. And I tweeted it and the creator retweeted it. So I know it was fun. Um, Juliet's first Halloween, she was a strawberry. So we called her a straw baby. And she was so cute. 
Uh, speaking of pop culture, hey, listeners, tune into the episode where we got uh, got B- uh, Brady Spaghetti on. She's uh, educating me on uh, on all the pop culture that I missed living here in upstairs studio and being a being a, a semi hermit. Uh, those are those are some fun episodes. I'm recording another one tomorrow morning. And um, he's really just being an asshole because Bethany and I have been trying to get him to talk about Bluey for months now. Oh, you know what, you guys? That's what that's what Brett has on the calendar for tomorrow. We're gonna we're gonna spend like are a you, whole episode talking. Are you about, kidding about me? Blue. Are you kidding? Yes, I'm. I, yeah. Oh. I, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I mean, I mean, we, we might because uh, we we talk. I, I don't know the topic that she I mean, she surprises me. So I was I never no going to talk to you again. <laughs> So is Halloween is is it this is is it is it considered a major holiday? In my family, it is um, because my mother in law loves Halloween. So we actually um, she usually has like three Halloween parties a year. Um, but due are, to COVID, are they at Halloween time or are they spread out throughout? Uh, they're all in October. Um, but because of COVID, she's cut it back to two Halloween parties. So we randomly were back visiting them um, the weekend she had her family Halloween party. And so we got to do that. Um, And that was exciting. Well, that's good. But I mean, like in my house, like, I don't, I mean, sometimes I decorate, but it depends on like, if all my daycare kids are excited and I have energy, then I'll decorate. Yeah. But what's the candy situation? Do the, does, uh, does Francis, does Juliet, do they, they, do they own their candy or is it, uh, is there a parent tax? Uh, what, what's the, how does, how is the candy situation managed? Is it eat, eat it until it's gone or what's the deal? So I think that I will let Francis have his candy and I'll have a candy tax. But like my parents never kept our candy, so I don't know why I would keep his candy away from him. And I'll just let him gorge on it until he vomits. It's not healthy. Yeah, my baby shoves his face in jelly donuts at five months old. I'm not worried about that. (laughs) I mean, I kind of just give Juliet free reign the first few days. And then even then it sits on the counter and she eats it when she wants it. But I feel like if you just let them eat as much as they want at first, then it's not as exciting anymore. And I'm, I promise you, I'm going to end up throwing out the majority of what yeah. she got. Yeah. I, I think, you know, a lot, when you try to make, we, we, when you create a lot of friction about it, you can have one piece after school, that kind of thing. It, it creates all this friction between you and the child. And I mean, that's where, that's where baby eating disorders come from, isn't it? Yes, it oh, is. Yeah. And it's too much work. Like I literally have enough to think about. I can't see any surface on my counter right now. So I'm not worried about Francis eating candy. <laughs> <laughs> like if he as a baby gets candy in his hands, go ahead and have it. And please don't joke. Like yeah, that's how I worse, feel. He could, he could be finding and putting worse things in his mouth. I mean. Exactly. <laughs> So did any of the tricky retreating result in people giving out horrible treats like toothbrushes or dental floss or any of that kind of stuff? Not in my neighborhood because we're super into Halloween in my neighborhood. 
so, you know, you want kids get great candy and lots of people are sitting there handing out beer for the parents who are, who are, um, trick-or-treating with their kids. Um, some of the houses had like nice chocolate bars that they would give to the parents as they walked by. So that's awesome. It's, it's yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty cool place. That, that sounds no reasons this year. Do you, do you live in heaven? <laughs> <That's> not... <laughs> on, on Halloween, kind of. That sounds delightful. I, I, I feel like I told the story just a couple of days ago, but I don't, I don't, um, I, maybe I didn't. Um, when I was a kid, we had some, some asshole was giving out uh, uh, carrot sticks. And this is, this is somebody, somebody went to the grocery store and they bought five pounds of carrots and then they, they peeled them and chopped them up into, into stick form and put them in Ziploc bags for all the delighted children in the neighborhood to come by and get the damn carrot sticks on, on Halloween. Um, this happened, must have been third or fourth grade before I learned how to, how to, how to egg a house, um, really. Uh, I was kind of a late bloomer, I guess. Um, and so, you know, I had, I, I had, you know, free reign over my candy and I, I had it hidden in my room to keep my, my evil siblings from messing with it mostly. But, but like six months later, I found this, this bag that had this, this dark liquid in it and, and realized that it was those, those horrible, horrible carrot sticks just putrefied, um, did open it up, did smell it. It was horrific. Uh, what you, you, what was that face for, Bethany? Why would you open it? Number it. one. Okay. This was in like the 60s. <laughs> this was the 70s. The 70s, okay. <laughs> the late 70s. Okay. <clears throat> the late 70s? Yes. And you were in third grade? Yes. I can't make that math add up for how old I am. Okay. But what was your question? How old are you? It doesn't matter. I'm going to be 53 in a couple weeks. Did they have, was it just like one of those old timey plastic sandwich bags where you just fold in the top and flip over the No, I think it was one that had the twist ties on it, I believe. Oh my Mm. Lord. I think this was, this was before Ziploc technology. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. You had some kind of like perfect storm situation because you know when we would leave carrots in our pockets on the farm that we forgot to feed the horses you'd find them you'd you'd find them months later and they would just be shriveled and gross so i am just curious about the conditions of your room that you had but i wonder if because if because it was twist tied that it kept all the moisture. Yeah, so it yeah. All that moisture stayed in there, I think. So it didn't it didn't dry out. Um, yeah, so it didn't smell smell really good. I you know I should have I should have kept it. It was probably a cure for COVID, um, or something like that. It was probably something that I should have I should have put in some sort of storage, uh, test tubed it and uh, and kept it for future research. But uh, you know, just threw it away and uh, went on with my life and uh, you know cursed that asshole who. Uh, who gave it out. Don't remember the, I mean, I don't remember where it came from, what the neighborhood, because we, I mean, we would, we would, we would cover a lot of ground on, uh, on Halloween. I, I think even in third grade, we were, we were kind of, me and a couple of buddies were out on our own kind of roaming the neighborhood, tricking and or treating. So, uh, 
Those are, those are obviously good times. not tricking enough. Yeah, not, not tricking enough. <laughs> so, so Halloween, any other Halloween thoughts? What were you for Halloween, Josie? I was Carmen Sandiego. Ooh. Just plain old Carmen Sandiego? Old school Carmen Sandiego and all the other parents loved it. Was that your goal? A costume that all the other parents would love? Yes. And all the children loved it too because they thought I was new cool Carmen Sandiego. (laughs) So little did they know. And so many old ladies in my neighborhood asked for my hat, which was weird. Um, Old ladies love red hats. I know they love red hats, but this was like I mean, like shitty thin material. No one, no one wanted that hat really. I don't know this for sure. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. But um, I also had on a wig that no one knew was a wig because it was just close enough to my hair color to like look like my hair, but way better. And everyone told me what fabulous hair I had. And it was great. It was a perfect holiday. And my kid was there too. That, that sounds awesome. delightful. But really, I, it was all about me. Is, isn't oh, yeah. there like a, like, a, a, like a lady red hat gang? Old la- yeah, I think, yeah. When my, I think my grandma was in the red hat society. when I think they wear purple dresses and red hats. I think I've been in, a, in, in, in restaurants where like I, had a, like I had a recurring meeting like every month at a certain day that I had to be at this restaurant for a meeting with people. And there were always, there, there seemed to be a table of, of ladies wearing red hats and, and being very giddy about it. Um, I didn't know if that was just, I, I didn't know if the red hats were, it was just a coincidence that all 12 of them in the world were wearing red hats or, or if maybe it was a, it was a gang that, uh, I think were. it's like an international old lady gang. Oh, yeah. huh, that's cool. Well, there, you both have something to look forward to in the next uh, 50 or 60 years. That'll be great. Uh, so Thanksgiving, we're recording this a couple of days before Thanksgiving. What's the, uh, what's the mommy business around Thanksgiving? Is that a, is that a big thing? You dress the baby up like a turkey. You, you uh, do uh, uh, turkey prints with their butts or what do you make? What, what's going on with mommying and, and Thanksgiving? I'm really going to try to make a turkey print with a butt. It might be my butt. Well, well, great. But I'm, I'm going to try it and send it to you. If it, if, it, if it turns out, we'll attach it to this episode. Send me, send me a picture. <laughs> Thanksgiving is a fun holiday to put them in a shirt. This is my first Thanksgiving. Our mommy's little turkey. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. That's what I'm pretty sure that might've been what Juliet said. It said something like that. I didn't even think about needing a holiday shirt for Thanksgiving. Now, are you thinking about it now? Well, I am because I just, like, I'm not a holiday person, but I have just been overwhelmed with the desire to, like, go all out for holidays. Like I'm already planning Christmas photos and bought special pajamas for Francis to take little Christmas photos with. Uh, well, let's fast forward to Christmas then. So just Francis, or is this going to be a whole family matching pajamas thing? Because I know that's a, that's a thing sometimes. No, I have too much self-respect for that. Okay, <laughs> good, good. Uh, <laughs> Josie, <laughs> matching pajamas for the family uh, for, for Christmas? Do you think Corey would wear matching pajamas? No. 
So, well, well, I assume maybe he's maybe he's just not into the the Halloween costume, but maybe he's he's just down with uh, cozy pajamas. Would he no. notice? Would he notice though if you just bought him pajamas and just stuck it in his drawer on the top? So yeah. that day he pulls out because he doesn't wear pajamas. He wears t-shirts and sweatpants. Sexy, mm. very. So, um, Juliet always has really cute Christmas outfits. But um, instead of me having matching pajamas with her, she has matching pajamas with her American Girl dolls for Christmas. Mm, Of course she does. I was hoping with her cat. uh, My cat would not let me put it in pajamas or I totally would. (laughs) I've seen people put their dogs in little Christmas jammies. That's real cute. It has nothing to do with this conversation, but please well, listen. No, I mean, please. it totally does because uh, uh, Gigi, Slinky, and I, we've all got, the three of us have, uh, have matching, uh, matching, matching jammies. They've all got the little, they're, they're like uh, the, the, the union suits with the, uh, the trap doors and everything. And, and uh, we look, we look delightful together when we're, when we're out. Are you serious? No, I'm not sure. Oh, I was going to say, can we attach that to the <laughs> podcast too, please? I'm like, I don't even know you now. <laughs> Who is this man? No, that's not a not a thing. So what's the what's the whole mommy situation with uh with Christmas toys and Christmas shopping? Is there gonna be a lot of stuff? Uh is Francis going to want for for nothing in the toy department or what's the what's the plan? Um I'm not going to lie, he's probably not going to get much more than a couple of books and his cute little hat that he's already wearing <laughs> for Christmas from us. Um, and that's number one, because I'm a terrible mom. And number two, because he's too little and he won't notice. So, And, and, and my, my understanding of young Francis is he's, he's not really wanting for a lot. No, no. And he's going to be just like absolutely bombed by family with presents so that he won't even care about what's your what's your present stance Josie well um let's consider for a moment that Juliet is an only child and not only is she an only child she continues she always has been and continues to be the only grandchild on both sides of the family so um the perfect storm kid has a lot of shit <laughs> and that's my fault that's my fault but you know i mean every time she's asked for a brother or sister that's the one thing i say is birthdays and christmases just aren't as fun if you've got brothers and sisters so it's 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 my trump card <laughs> i i do i do I would, I would like to note that you have done a nice little clean out of toys though. I have, um, I have. And that are, seemed like a huge deal. We are, we, uh, we, we purge pretty frequently because I don't like clutter. So if your kid has a lot of junk, you have to purge frequently. Yeah, but I mean, like, if she's always getting gifts 
I mean, not necessarily from you, but just from family, like, like it makes a difference. Even if you're getting a lot of gifts to be able to have that mindset of, and I can let these things go. Like I'm not using these and I can like give them a new home and a life to somebody else. This is a new skill. This is a, this is a skill we are just now acquiring. That was real hard. Yeah. When she was younger, stuff had to live in my attic for about four years before she was able to let it go. But we're getting there. We're also entering the age where the stuff she wants is more expensive. So she's, you know, there's less that she wants because she wants better, th- you know, nicer things. So that that's nice. A lot of, a lot of cashmere sweaters. A lot of cashmere sweaters. Yeah. That's that's what all the kids are into. That's all all the kids Coach are the cashmere. My understanding mm-hmm. of the younger generation is they're they're really they're really hip to the cashmere. Um, so what what what's the uh, whole Santa situation, the elf on the shelf situation? Are those are those things happening? What's what's the deal? Bethany? <clears throat> um I I can't imagine a world in which Santa happens in my house. Uh, like the magic of Santa, like, like the story and like the Christmas tradition of Santa, I'm fine with. Um, but I have a hard enough time not like telling just random kids when we're in conversation about Santa. Like, what, what? Like, what? I ruined the Easter bunny for my niece because I was at my sister's house on Easter. And she came in and woke me up and she was like, mom said, I had to wait to wake you up, but I didn't want to wait because the Easter bunny brought all the eggs. And I was like, oh, cool. Mom was able to do the Easter egg inside because it's raining. And she was just like, but like, it doesn't even cross my mind. Cause like, I didn't, I wasn't raised believing in that kind of stuff. And so like. I just, I, my brain just like, it does not compute like the pretend Santa is real line. Um, I didn't know we were going to go into, into sexy Easter buddy talk here, but uh, when I was in middle school, I had, uh, you know, I had a biological brother and sister, and then my, my parents adopted another mm, five kids, um, all younger than me. And I had a, a handful of them convinced uh, after after some to- storytelling that uh, that that chocolate um, Easter eggs, you know, the ones wrapped in foil, those little mm-hmm. big ones, that those were those were Easter Bunny poop, and um, and then they they were they were readily handing it over to me because who wants to who wants to eat rabbit poop, uh, and so I I scored a, a lot of a lot of chocolate that year. I'm fine with that. Um, good times. That's brilliant. Yeah. I applaud your, your genius. Let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's have another pod sometime soon about the lies we tell our children. And I will tell all the listeners about how my younger brother was convinced that we had a brother in between us who was um, eaten by a peacock for years, years, but going back, it's, it's an amazing story. Um, but going back to the other thing, uh, we absolutely were not going to do 
the fat man up north mm-hmm. wasn't going to happen. I was dead set against it. And then everyone kept asking about him and the magic started to become real. And she wanted it so badly that I couldn't, I, I, I know you, I know you're saying no, Bethany, but I, I gave in. I how gave many in. sizes, I how many sizes did your heart grow that day? <laughs> so many, so many it was like, like the Grinch. Like you were like an energetic young mom and like, I'm a crusty old bitch who's just done. Like <laughs> maybe 15 years ago, I could have done that. But now I'm just like, meh. I couldn't even do it 15 years ago. Cause that was probably when I told my niece that the Easter bunny wasn't real. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is wrong with you? Well, but no, it's fine. It's fine. I, I understand. But um, no, I just, I wasn't going to do it, but we, we did it. And I'm thinking this is probably the last year. Yeah. And, and I'm, from the look on your face now, I'm, I'm guessing you elf on the shelf too. Oh God. I used to get into fights with people on Facebook because I was so anti-elf. Even after we had adopted Santa, I was so anti-elf. But then the kid went to kindergarten and every, she, she came home so sad one day and didn't understand why every other kid had a stupid freaking elf in their house and she didn't. So twinkle comes every year. The countdown has started. Twinkle comes in 12 days, everyone. You, you should have messaged me because I had the, I got the perfect answer for that. You should have said, honey, all those other kids are bad, bad kids. And they also have to watch them to see if they can possibly have any presents. You're a good little girl and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. But I don't like evil elf surveillance. We don't do evil elf surveillance. Yeah. So, so you're, you just have an elf that just like, is like a roommate. It just, yeah, it just moves around and sometimes writes her notes. It's, it's just a joyful little scamp. Yeah. Last year it got pets because we got, we watched the Netflix episodes where the elf gets, the elves get pets. And guess what? It, in the stores, you can, you can purchase their pets, which oh my that's what confuses me so much about the elves. It's like, don't the children see them every time they walk into Target? Well, I mean, there's, there's got to be some way for them to get to the house. And I mean, so tar- Target Target for them is, is like a bus station mm-hmm. just waiting. You know, the, the elves get, get get shipped there and then they get distributed to the families through through Target. So that's just kind of uh, an elf distribution session, set center. Maybe, maybe that's maybe. That's maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so so not a lot of not a lot of joyful uh holiday excitement coming up for poor Francis. Are you going to dress him? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of feeling for him because uh, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like Juliet had a, a happy, joyful, Santa full magical Christmas. But uh, Francis, it sounds like everybody's going to be dressed in, uh, in, in, in black and, and, and have coal in their non-stocking. And sounds, I'll, sounds I'll probably kind of- bust out my, my sexy pilgrim dress for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you how do you accentuate your sexy pilgrim dress for Christmas? You just add a, um, a little bit of garland, a little bit of tinsel. Yeah, a little tinsel. I I comb my hair the other way so all my gray shows. <laughs> um, no, I think because I love doing like a big Christmas tree and like making cookies and all of that fun stuff. And okay, so there, there, I mean, I think like when he gets older, like I will try and care about presents. Will there be a candy cane or two? 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good. Candy canes and stockings and all that fun stuff. And like, wink, wink. This presents from Santa. Wink, wink. <laughs> you know, I can't wink. So that's why I just like made that silly face. Whoa, wait. You can't wink? Yeah. I can't wink either. Can you wink? I can wink. Let's see it. Show us. He winked. Oh, you can. That was, a, that was a right wink. Show us a left wink. Oh, he did a left wink. You're so lucky. Wow. Well, I um, mean, Tasha's really the lucky one. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I can wink both eyes at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's magical. It is can, magical. Can I say something about stockings and how they get complicated? Oh, as your how? child gets older, if if Santa is a thing, because you hang a stocking for everyone in your family, doesn't make sense if Santa only, only fills great. the child's stocking. So I have to go buy myself presents to. <laughs> See now that sounds fabulous. <laughs> that sounds delightful. It really is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> like I just had the conversation with my adult niece who lives with us, I was like, you have to tell Brian to actually buy me a Christmas present this year. And she was like, I don't talk to him. And I'm like, just send him a text. Like, you know, every day badgering him until he buys me a present. I don't know why, why? I need a present. I don't know. <laughs> Francis, well, I thought it was supposed Fra to be Francis doesn't get any presents, but Bethany needs a present. That doesn't seem. He's got, he's got presents. Okay. Wait, is this the niece that lives with you? That's the one who you ruined the Easter Bunny for? No, it was her little sister. She oh, okay. was already old enough not to. Okay. Leave. I, I'm I'm sure you've ruined other things for her. I mean, that's just. Oh yeah. That's just yeah. the way you roll. Yeah. So so what about what about New Year's? Uh, is uh, is young Francis going to be dressed up as a New Year baby and some some um, bacalarian uh, uh, New Year's party or? Um, you know, he might start off New Year's Eve day dressed as the New Year's baby, but you know, he'll probably be in bed by 6.30, by, by 6.30 central standard time. That's a, that's a good time to go to bed. Um, it is. any, any big wild New Year's stuff going on or for me? For, for any of you, for either no, of you. I don't really ever do much for New Year's. It's just kind of a new holiday. My birthday's a few days later, and that's far more exciting. Oh. Um, but, you know, Juliet, I don't, I mean, she used to stay up until midnight all the time when she was a baby. So, <laughs> you know, not, not, not that cool. Not that cool. Um, when she got a little bit older, I'd offer to let her stay up and she tried, but she never did. So it didn't matter. But if you ever need to trick your child, Netflix, wow, Netflix, you guys, has countdowns that you can play at like eight o'clock at night and make your kids think they stayed up and then they can go to bed and you can enjoy New Year's. That, so that sounds tip. brilliant. And, and I feel like that's a perfect, reasonable lie because you're not having to do more work to perpetuate the lie you know i feel like this holiday episode is just ways that we all lie to our children 
No, I mean, that's what, that's all parenting really is. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's being deceptive with, with young human beings to some extent. I mean, uh, or maybe not, I don't know, but yeah. Um, so I, I kind of like that. I, if, if, if I had a young human, I would probably use that. Unsubscribed to Netflix a couple months ago uh, because they, it, 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 it annoyed me. They it made it hard for me to find things to watch. And so I said, that's just because I'm a grouchy old guy. Um, yeah. What, what comes after? I mean, then, then we move into, I mean, then we move into spring. Then it's like February. It's like Valentine's Day before we get another good holiday, isn't it? So, you know, yeah. we have to come back and talk about that because I'm sure Francis is going to be dressed up like uh like a, a cute, chubby little Cupid. I mean, he is the perfect shape for Cupid. He is. Yes, he is. He is Cupid shaped. Um, any any final Cupid holiday shape. thoughts? Um, I feel like uh, some things we didn't get into that we we could have, but we'll probably let that that slide. I'm very excited about holidays. Yeah, you, and you I see... normally am not. <laughs> it's. It- so it's a weird experience for me. Kids just make it more fun. They really do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I've been a moderately core atheist since I was about 13 years old. And then the kids came along and then Christmas became a thing, which I mean, I hadn't, I didn't really care because atheist, but they were all into the secular side of Christmas and the Santa and the presents and that kind of stuff. And so we, we did that when they were little and it was, it was fun. I mean, it's, it's fun to see kids happy and excited about things and, and, and maybe make the effort to help them be happy and excited about things. And so those bits are good. And I, I suppose some of the family thing is good. Um, I don't know. We, we, did, we, we, we talked about a bunch of major holidays, but we really didn't spend a whole lot of time, a lot of time talking about the family side of things. Oh, um, my dude, that's an entirely different episode. Yeah, yeah I think <laughs> it, it just seemed always seemed a little bit more stressful and stress inducing than it needed to be. And so at, at this uh, late stage in my days, I've kind of blown it all off and I'd rather sit and read. Because I'm a grouchy old man. Me too. Well, and I'm noticing our holidays have moved from like our parents, sibling, and their children down to just our immediate family, which has been really nice. Like since grandchildren have been born. Yeah. Because um, so it makes I, it a lot less for that. A lot less um, people bullshit. Yeah, people are horrible. Yeah. No, listeners, that's not that's not true. I mean, some our people, listeners are wonderful. Some people are horrible, but but listeners, you're delightful. Um, if you happen to still be listening to this episode, um, bless you. Uh, I'd love to know what you're thinking about the holidays, how you're dealing with the holidays, what you what you uh, what you feel or don't feel about the holidays. It's it's kind of a it's kind of a weird time of year. I mean, the holidays. I mean, for some people, it's just so damn stress-inducing that they they wish they could blink it away. And and other people, I mean, I, I saw the first Christmas lights up in the neighborhood about two weeks ago as we recorded this a couple of days before Thanksgiving. So, you know, some people just weigh into that. Um, I, I love the diversity and the excitement that some people have over it and the eh that other people have and, and that we live in a world where all that can be kind of accepted and 
and uh, and part of the way people do their lives. That's kind of cool. This has been the Child Care Bar and Grill. If you'd like to invest in my dog tail light, um, <laughs> let me know. We'll we'll look at getting a prototype built. Um, a lot of questions about how it would be inserted and who would clean it. But um, anyway, thanks for listening. Back soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.